There we go. So the question that I want to ask you, uh, you guys, do you know what? Do you know what? What is idolatry? Not adultery. Idolatry. Taking something and highlighting it, make it more than God. Than God. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's a general good. No. It's okay. You're good. They probably, just, they probably yeah. just think it's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we talk about in Bible study, we try to cover. You know, that's one of the worst sins you could ever do. Idolatry? Right? Yeah. It's one of the things that God totally, you, you want to tick him off mm. <laughs> in the Old Testament. Yet, it's one of the subtle things you could easily get caught up into. And my question was getting back to today when you talk about, because me and Dia, we always laughed about Facebook and Instagram. And, mm-hmm. and I'd be going like, why do these people get all this time to do, to, you know, because I like, I'm I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook. In other words, I, I got an account, but I don't, you know, I'm not on that yeah. person. And sometimes it'll say, you got 26 notifications. And I'd be like, what, what, what is that? <laughs> so I'm thinking, is the person that's that so a person that's on Facebook and posting and everything, they're getting more than that because I'm getting I don't I don't post I don't you know if somebody say well you know Facebook I might go on there or something every once in a while but I don't go and how does one keep how does one you know keep a balance in their life with technology. Realizing there's some good things like like I've missed some things that are important on Facebook. Say so you say, well, it's on Facebook. I've been giving the invitations. They say, I, they say, why well, you didn't come to my dance? Well, I, I didn't know you didn't send me an invitation. They say it was on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I didn't, you know. But to me, if I once I get involved in the technology, which again is some good, how do I balance my life because it's so. It can be so demanding and, and attractive, and you know now you're posting, you and and then it, I just put it to a level is over God. It's like because it's taking away uh, those things of God, and it and and mm-hmm. yet I want to learn more how to do, but at the same time I'm going like this is scary, man. Because mm-hmm. do I those 26 notifications? Do I go in every one of them and answering them? Do I? What do I? What do I do? Well, if you're like Ayla and I, we ignore a lot of our notifications. So. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I am very bad. One, I can actually say that once I started like into my relationship with God, like I used to be on Instagram a lot. I used to be on Facebook a lot. I used to do. It. Once I started, I feel like that just diminished. <laughs> like, I know. I don't get. On, I get on it. I don't interact on it. I guess that's my my thing um but i do see how it can be used for good like with spreading the gospel and spreading the good news you're reaching so many people yeah and that you wouldn't normally reach on a daily basis you like you have these people with millions of followers that get on their instagram and they literally just use it to you know put scripture out there and you know, connect with other believers and fellowship or do online Bible studies or do like any of these things. So I see good in that, but I feel like with anything good, there's also can be bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can take it 
to that place where it is above or even not genuine. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you know what? When you look at it, because, you know, D, he tells me that you can read scripture, understand scripture. I got the Hebrew Greek Bible. I can look at business and stuff, but you can't do social media. And, and, and he encouraged me to do more to learn it because the engagement, because of business and what we do in, in reaching people. But it helps you to understand scripture more because they said when Jesus come back, all will see him. And just imagine what what Facebook Live and television and multimedia, you will be able to see him because years ago you say, like, how is everybody going to see them? You know? It's, it's easier to understand now. Yeah. It's, when they say social media is a tool, it definitely is. So you have a hammer. You can use it to, to, to nail the right way. Or you can use it to nail the wrong way. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you, it's not the hammer's fault. So I think it comes down to the user and how they decide to use social media because it, it's definitely time consuming. Because at one point in time, on my personal page, I was posting every two days. On the notifications page, I was posting every day. On well, this is kind of before Sky High Fitness came about, but on Sky High Fitness, I post almost every other day, and so there's a. It's almost like it turns into a game. So there's an algorithm that if you want to stay at the top of the list, if you want to get your content out there in front of more people, you have to be consistent on it. And if you fall off that algorithm, it's like, oh well, we're not going to keep pushing your content anymore because you're not really posting like that. So in order to stay on the top of the feed, you have to stay consistent. And sometimes you can get mixed up. Like, you yeah, see, that's what I mean. That, and I'm a capitalist, right? So I I realize that these things are done for a reason, mm-hmm. and you can call captive to it yeah. and that's that was my you know like ba- the balance there's got to be there's got to be a balance because yeah. it these things are set up to keep you i mean i just recently you know i was learning a bible study uh youtube and mm-hmm. and youtube is i mean i've learned how to i've saved a lot of money just <laughs> on how to fix things mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm on YouTube and I like to shoot pool and I go here and I go all of a sudden I'm here and I'm like, wait a minute, man, you would go to bed. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. The, the spirit, uh, you know, there has to be a balance. And Ecclesiastes says avoid all extremes, mm-hmm. you know, and there's where the balance. So I was just saying that, um, I guess the principle always is there. How, how do you, you got to maintain that. And then maybe having someone to say, you know, maybe a friend to say, or somebody say, Hey, you know, how much time are you spending on, on, on these things? Because are you, are you crossing the, the threshold? Yeah. So for me, as far as like, I'll say as far as like the business aspect of life, I had to learn how to schedule everything because my days get kind of late now. So <clears throat> I might get home when we're back in our house, I might get home around like seven thirty, eight o'clock. And at that point, Ayla's been home for a couple hours. We now have a kid. So I can't be up all night like a, like how I was when I was single, like putting out, you know, I can spend two, three hours putting together content. One, I don't feel like it that late anyway. Um, so I had to learn how to organize my stuff. And there's different things that you can use to post on multiple platforms to stay organized. So now I spend, I think I cut time and half i really don't do much too much editing stuff for no negations anymore but as far as like the gym 
I can spend maybe one or two days putting together content and have it scheduled out to put put on the post on its own. And I can do that midday. It takes me about 10 minutes now. I got, got into a system where I can right. just do okay. that. So you become more efficient. Right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, and I think Ayla had talked to, talked to me about it. I think we had a conversation about it is that we put all that effort in. So I put all that effort into getting content out there and, for me, the things that I do, I do it for a purpose, and I'm saying that I'm doing it with God in mind. But if I had to, and I, I always give myself what my dad says is a heart check. And so I go back and I reevaluate, and this podcast actually helps. I go back and reevaluate like the things we're talking about on a podcast. Okay, and am I actually doing this? So put all this effort into making sure these posts are scheduled, make sure they caption, make sure it's going to reach this peop- this person, blah, 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 blah. But what am what am I doing to keep my relationship with God? Because even Ayla and I talked about because we used to have these Bible studies, we will um, pray at the end of the night. You know, read you know our Bible together and study together, and we'll do it for maybe a solid week. We actually got to get back on it now, um, and then we'll fall off. But every week you will see content coming out on my page, and so I think as far as like it being a distraction. Because you get so caught up in the algorithm and kind of keep everything consistent, you sometimes forget the reason why you're doing the things that you're doing, and you're not utilizing it in in your you know your content. You know, also um, with social media, as as far as it, the tool um, is what you call amoral. You know, you can take a brick and build a hospital, but you can also take a brick and hit somebody upside the head. That's why the social media can be good and bad. During the pandemic, it became vital for some of the churches because that's how they were able to have worship. That's how they got their message out. And during that that period, we developed this podcast. And because of social media, indeed, more familiar with it than Ayla and I and, and what the algorithm are, what the engagement is supposed to be, I didn't know. When you got notifications or somebody hit you or liked you or, or made a comment, he said you engage. You. <laughs> you know, you ain't supposed to engage them back. Oh, you do? That's yeah. Right. Well, as See? far as like an algorithm goes, because the more that it looks like people are interested in what you're doing, the more that, that out you're going to get into that algorithm is going to push your content. So every time someone comments on a post, and you're like a podcast and you want to keep that podcast, keep refreshing, you should comment because it shows and it comes up engagement. as another comment. Yeah, it comes up as another engagement. And so that's one thing I try to tell this other company that I was with. They used to post these things for, you know, the people that came in and they will post it. They'll have like one person comment. But there were six people that had the ability within the within the, the group to comment. Nobody would do it. And I'm like, that is a total of seven comments. And every time, especially on Facebook, because every time somebody comments, it sends it right back to the top of the feed. So whether you go onto Facebook right when I post it or you go onto Facebook three days later, if people are still commenting and it's always going to send it to the top. So you can see the same post three days later. And this is how influencers do what they do. So you'll see like. Um, tag three friends. Comment. Yeah, tag three friends or comment. Or they'll ask a question in their caption, like, you know, comment this if you've ever done this, or have you ever done this? And then they want you to comment on their stuff because that's going to take their engagement up and more people are going to see it. Then they're going to get more followers. Then they're going to get more brand deals. Then they're going to get 
you know, that's how they live off of that stuff. But see, but man, that's what I'll say. The capitalism, because on Facebook, the more times it's on it, they also have commercials and ads and things like that. Just like YouTube. But basically, right. they're all similar. Like they are some similar. Like, like a soap opera. Yeah. That's why they're selling soap, you know, because wanting people to engage. They, they're filling the gap. And basically, we're doing it for them. Well, I always think, I always go back to, I think it's Second Kings, when uh, uh, the prophet chastised, this is in the same chapter that they lost the Bible. In the, right. No, they, 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 they found the word of God and go, oh my right. goodness, the word of God. They, they were having church. You know? Yeah. And, and what always struck me with that, they, he talked about the household gods. And when, and when he said that, that nothing, you know, we was talking, he said that, that everything, there's, there's nothing, nothing new. new. Right. Yeah. right. That was technology. They, they had made these little whatnots. Mm-hmm. And they were worshiping them, and they become an idol. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody created that, and people grabbed onto it, and they started following it. Yeah, you know. So that that's in the, in the one sense, there's nothing new. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but they were void of the word. Mm-hmm. That's how it happened. <laughs> there was no word. They had lost the word. Yeah. So they relegated themselves to the what the culture. Was spinning out, and that's what they they so that that that's the analogy I was. I was that's like the Azric poll that that they created when they were getting bitten by the snakes, and they said, "Hold the poll up." They look at the poll, and and they won't die from by being bitten by the snakes. And you see later in Kings, you see they started worshiping that. Mm-hmm. You know, they made an idol out of it. Yeah. So you can, like I said, it's good and bad in social media. You it can become an idol. Well, yeah, I think anything can become an idol, but yeah, that's why that's why I said it's a, it's a it's a it's a big sin. People don't even realize it. Yeah. It's the one sin they go like, "Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not lying. I'm not cheating," and yet they this the one sin that can hide itself, and you don't even realize it. Yeah. Who was who was that? Was I talking to you? Did you say it? What about kids? What about kids? About kids being coming idols. No. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember who I was talking to about. Oh, uh, yesterday you was talking to Darren. Oh, yeah. How children, your own children, you can idolize your own children mm-hmm. over over God. Um, I don't. But, that's cry too much. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you really think about all the things in your life, if you're if you're putting, like, let's say I spend my my day, I put 15 minutes into the Word of God, and I and I don't talk to God for the rest of the day. I don't. And then maybe I I come back three days later and I know that I've spent, I can look at my phone and I know I spent six hours on social media. I come home and I spend however many hours talking to you. I, you know, I go through my days, I guess, maybe if I'm even trying to please you more than I want to please God. You know, it's like. You get into all of these yeah, yeah. God small things. It, and he will remove those idols. <laughs> yeah. You know, he will remove it, you know. Yeah, and, and the reason I say that is like the way I'm wired, like when I get into, and that's why the Bible became, that. well, this is the good part because, you know, I was sitting in church and I shared this, the Bible study, I was sitting in church when I first became a believer and, it, and pastor was preaching a message about the breastplates. In the Old Testament, what the stones meant. And I'm sitting there, I got my Bible over there. I had, I'm sitting there going, like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, am I the only one? And I, I remember kind of doing this, and everybody was sitting there, like, 
I'm the only one don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But that, that kind of led me here. Mm-hmm. And I ravaged the Bible. I literally ravaged it. I studied it. I read it everywhere, you know. So um, that led me on my cause to understand God through his scriptures. Mm-hmm. Scriptures. So every aspect of this. So, but that, but like that also is part of my character. Like I'm starting on this kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. And like I want it to be a certain way. And I, I can see myself. I'm like every day I'm planning and writing <laughs> Cause I want mm-hmm. to be, so you can see yourself being totally engulfed in something, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it, it's 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 a self check. Like it's it's a self check. You got to sometimes you got to self check yourself. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else. I, I found out I do that a lot now. <laughs> Give myself a <laughs> check myself. Yeah, yeah. I do it every day. <laughs> but I think and part of that though is, I think part of that has um, well used to at least pull me even in a, in a different direction as far as I would go into almost a self-hate situation because I felt I was not doing right by God. Ah, that's very, that's very important. You, now you have to be very careful with that. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's, so that's, now you get into the legalism and, 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 you know, that type of stuff where that's, that's the other extreme mm-hmm. where, you know, uh, or people who question God and God's okay with you questioning him. He's God. He's 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 okay with mm-hmm. that. You know, I always use Jeremiah chapter twelve where he uh, Jeremiah questioned God's uh, justice. Mm-hmm. You know, Question is justice. So, uh, but but that's that's good. And see, all these things that you know, this is good because even this, there's things I knew because I had already put this together. But then there's additional things I learned when you know I had to study. Mm-hmm. To, to, to show yourself approved and hopefully it helps somebody else with a better understanding of uh, what is Christianity and, and, and some of the, the, the fallacies of the Hebrew Israelites. Well, but our mind is, is, uh, is, is, is a wonderful tool, but it can be a dangerous thing too. Mm-hmm. But you know what, you know, what's, what's fascinating is, is that when you're talking about the social media, you're talking about, scriptures and understanding but you understand nobody do does anything without a benefit so the reason why i wasn't engaged in social media because i didn't understand the benefit of doing it because mm-hmm. we don't do anything unless there's a benefit yep, that's human nature. and so i did not understand the benefit of social media and that's why they helped me to understand that's why i do more of it now i still don't understand a lot of it but I, I really understand. I totally don't understand um, how someone don't see the benefit of studying scripture yeah. because there's a benefit because okay. heaven is at stake. Yeah. Well, well, like this, not only heaven, obviously that's the ultimate, but even the practical parts, you know, when God says don't cosign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should obey that when he went to college. <laughs> so, 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 and again, we th- there's a lot of practical things that I always, when I'm witness, I said to people, even if you don't believe in Jesus, read the Bible for his practicality that will help you in your life. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, the, the the benefit is is crucial because that's 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 what we do. You know, I remember before I got a, I, you remember because we've shared so many things. Like when you guys had a smartphone, everybody had a smartphone. I was still I had still had a flip phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember saying, I don't need all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, and I never will forget. It was this guy named Dave Dumbo on my job, <clears throat> and uh, he had one. Like yo, dude, what you? Doing? <laughs> And he was telling me all the dozen, and, and, and here's what convinced me, and this is the tool part. Like, you know, I'm a little handyman. I'm trying to fix things and stuff like that. And I never forget, Dave said, take a picture of it. And I went to the hardware, and I said, I want one of these. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, Dr. Smith taught me that really, any discipline is easy if you understand the language. Yeah, yeah. So you you know what you want, but you don't know what it's called. You, you, well, it is one of them, and they're looking at you like, "Well, see, I want one of them, and it screws in." Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. go, what do you want? It had a little the shaker machine on it, <laughs> and he says, "I want one of them." And they, oh, can they just go get it? Yeah. So then I seen the practicality of the tool. You saw the benefit yes. of it. Yes, and that's when I went out and got an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> I got an iPhone for the first time like that. Because I didn't see, and then, of course, there's other things, too. I didn't see the, 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 like the response and, like, like okay, I don't have to have a phone. Like, I got my watch, and I see, I didn't know a smart watch. Like, I can have oh, a phone, I ain't got that. but now <laughs> I get the phone call, and when I first, somebody told me this, like, I don't need all that stuff. I ain't going to be talking on the phone. Now... My phone will have to be there when I can look at my calls and I see the benefit of yeah. having it. It's nice. It's a nice tool. <laughs> but when you dismiss things out of hand, sometimes you lose the benefit. But here's here's the benefit of scripture. And, you, you know, because we talk about finances and stock and investment and things like that. Which my portfolio is doing horrible right now, by the way. Mine's still doing good. But <laughs> um, um, what is it? Psalms 37, 21. If you, the wicked borrow and don't pay back, and I'm thinking about that. Always remind me of that scripture. You know, <laughs> I, I, I I think about that, and it's like if I don't pay my debt, and because if you if you mention that in church, how many people will slump down in their seat? You know, not taking a phone call, not responding to the, the that stuff say past due. But he said the wicked borrows and don't pay back, and then the other verse in Proverbs. It says, what use is money in the hand of a fool? Yeah, since he desires no wisdom. Since he desires no wisdom. Yeah. You know? Those are practical parts. And so that's the benefit of it. And so you'll get people that use social media to put that out. They'll post that to people, you know, and they get engagement off of that. And, and, uh, you know, I share with you guys all the time. One of my friends at work, he, you know, will be talking and I just, I'll, you know, I'll, quote a scripture in there and like he just paused and go like like where you where did you get that at yeah i said well that's god you know that's you know and and basically what i'm doing and sometimes i don't even realize i'm not doing it to purpose i'm just doing it because it's it's part of who i you know yeah and 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 yet he see he makes the connection he makes the connection and i'm trying to glorify god and that the conversation 
is still based on we are created beings. Mm. Mm-hmm. God is the creator, mm. and he's smarter than any of us. It's funny. I was talking to one of my friends because Ecclesiastes might be one of my favorite books in the Bible now. And I think I feel like I read it differently than how it's supposed to be read, but I don't know. But uh, I was talking to one of my friends, and because at, at this time the gym had went from six clients to about I think fifty or sixty something in like four or five weeks. Wow! And so he was talking. We were talking about it, and he was like, "Dude, where do you get all this business stuff from?" I was like, "Ecclesiastes." He's like, "Where do I? Where can I find that book?" <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I was like, you really want to know? <laughs> but that's why, like, I don't know. Like, the Bible is so useful. And it helped me with understanding the importance of social media. It helped with understanding, you know, the growth of the gym under God's grace. Like, that's why the gym grew the way that it did. But it's because I was following what was done in the past, what Isaiah was doing or what Isaiah talked about, what, you know, the Ecclesiastes, you know, so... I was just following the different blueprints, and I think that's what people really need to understand. And so, Ayla and I was talking the other week, the other day, and I guess I see potential in people from what Ayla says. I think I see potential, whatever. I see potential in people. Because I think anything can be done if you really care to do it. And I think there's no reason for you to say that it's it's impossible to do it because you literally have a book with 66 small books in it. That explains how to do it. And so, I don't know. But I thought that was very very interesting. The guy was like, oh, where do you get that from? It's like, Ecclesiastes. Yeah. He's well, like, I can get that at Barnes & Noble? <laughs> well, if you think about it. probably got one at home. <laughs> Christianity is about relationship. And the challenge that we have, because if you love someone, you want to share the gospel with them. Because with the gospel comes the benefit of a relationship with Christ. That was another dope one, Dad. Very deep. And I beat your music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm getting in tune, and, and I go, a lot of times I just go on social media just to learn different things and, and see what people are engaging in, um, why are they engaging, how do you get people to conversate, um, uh, what type of stuff to do and, and, and the way D go on there and, and put his stuff on and doing that. I'm, I'm learning that because it's not comfortable for me. I still got stuff sitting in there that people sent me that, you know, I remember messaging and stuff. D said, you got all these in there. And I was like, well, I'm supposed to do that. Answer them. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I, I go, wow. I, you know, I'm, I'm, um, you only and, and the thing about it, that's why I said the balance in the time because you only got the twenty four hours in a day. And I remember, and I, again, I'm just saying this for those guys because you probably heard me say this before. I remember uh, Perry B. Jackson, that's my wife's, my wife's uncle. I think he's her uncle, but anyway, he was the first black judge in Ohio and a good man. I met him. You know, we went to the family events together, and he passed, and we went to his uh, his funeral. And I never will forget, um, they started reading, you know, the things he did. And, all that, and they, started, they started talking about all the boards he was on. I, I, it had to be like, he was, he was on the board of Boy Scouts. He was on the board of this community. Because he was a judge and he was, you know, very active in the community. And it had to be like 15. And I looked at my wife and said, he didn't do all of that. He, he couldn't have done that. 
They were just mentioning things he was affiliated with to some degree. Okay. You couldn't have done that. You couldn't have been efficient or effective with all of that. You, it's impossible mm-hmm. to, to, to one person who was a judge to be affiliated with all those boards. So those are the called fill-ins. Mm-hmm. See, because it's, it's, if, if, you try, if you try to do all the things, you're not going to be effective or efficient in them. Because you got 24 hours. That's the grace of God. He only give all of us 24 hours. We're not going to get one minute more or one minute less. 168 hours a week. But the challenge is, is when you spend more time in social media than you do in scripture. I talked about that already, Dad. I beat yeah, you no. to it. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's the kidding. problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you do that, that's really a challenge. Yeah. And that's back to your point about you about first. He says in Matthew, all these things put me first and all these things will be added to you. He didn't say none of these other things. Only God can give you certain things that other people can't and all these issues can't. All these, you know, so put first, he says, Put me for, and then I love the way he said, "Look at the birds." And mm. he said, "Do they? Do they? They don't have any needs. Mm-hmm. They don't have a job. They don't have a social security card. Yeah, but I take care of them." The thing, like, I'm glad you just said that because I'm sitting here just thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about um, how we downgrade God's power almost to our human capabilities, right? So. If God can do anything, he made us, right? He made us, he made the world, he made, you know, he made all of these things. If you go and you ask, he will give, but yet we don't pray to him all the time. Well, not we, I I now pray about everything, but I know I could pray even more. You know, there's just things that I could ask in, in about everything. You know, if if God can do everything, can make anything, if he is you know, the decider of life and and death, then why do we still feel that we can do things on our own? It's called pride. It's called pride. <clears throat> pride is the, the sin, you know, when I say it's idolatry. Uh, pride is, is, if you understand the core, it's the independence of God. That's why it's the, it's the big, it's the big, it's the biggie. I'm independent of God. So we can recognize God, but yet we, we want to at the same time be independent of him. And that's that's what pride is. Pride is ultimately the independence of God. So realizing, just even saying, well, thank you, Lord. Like like when I'm around the house my, and my, my oldest granddaughter and I'm all around and say, thank you, Lord. And she always say, Papa, why do you always say thank you, Lord? Because it just comes out, you know, because I thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you for everything. I lost my wallet. Not too long ago, and I said, oh, thank you, Lockwood, and I, I found it. But I, I thank God for everything. So I, I always acknowledge that that he is sovereign, mm-hmm. you know, that he is in call. So it could it don't have to be like, uh, you know, I pray for the Just acknowledging who he is. And in terms of the things we pray for, uh, there's conditions to it still has to be in his will. And and that James says that we don't pray for the wrong motives. Mm-hmm. So and that's where it gets a little scary, you know, because 
is what I'm praying for truly to honor him. And there's nothing wrong with praying for things for yourself, too, because he's a good God and he loves us. Mm-hmm. But but this is where sometimes when you read the scripture, you go like, oh, okay, I, I really like this, but do I need it? Or what am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. So there's the there's the wagon behind the horse. So this is sometimes what's not done in the depths of studying scripture. So when people say, well, just pray for an ex God, you know, yeah. and I don't know if that's what you meant, but what I'm saying is this is what scripture study does. It takes you deeper into the principles behind some, yeah. you read a text and then there's other texts to, to complement that. I think as a, as a person who I am, I think I've only prayed for a materialistic thing once or twice and it's when my car got totaled <laughs> and I was like Lord that was a good prayer <laughs> yeah. I was like Lord please like give me provision for another car um, but no I, I mostly try to pray his will because I know that his will is the best will and I don't want to be outside of his will because I want to be under his cover and I want to be protected by him and I want to make those decisions for him uh, I recently got in a car accident and um I was rear-ended. And yeah, I was telling me about that while. Wow, yeah. like, I was like, you know, things like that. <clears throat> I used to share. Sometimes what we want to do is be proactive with God, like see these things. But in, in our human and our flesh, sometimes we have to look back and say, wow, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, you realize that at least. At least you should. Not everyone does, because like when he healed the lepers, the ten only one came back mm-hmm. to thank him. Yeah, out of ten, they all got healed the same way. They all got their leprosy healed, but only one came back. And 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 so that's okay. God honored that. At least he came back. A lot of times, people never come back. They never see that God has already done miracles in their life. Mm-hmm. Wonderful miracles. I look back and like, God, you've done so many miracles in my life. If you never do anything else for me, I'm just thankful what you've done. And that's reflective. You know, the spirituality, you reflecting like, wow, God has already done. This is what pains me today. Okay, I'm going to get on my little horse here. (laughs) What, 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 What really gets me today is when I hear see people, for instance, you know, America this, you know, they get, and it kind of goes with the whole black thing, like they're America, America. And they have no idea what they have. So one of the one of the sin natures of people to me is that the lack of gratitude. People mm-hmm. have a general. So the more they get, the more we get, the more we tend to dismiss what we already have. And we, we don't appreciate it. So like. And because I read a lot, I mean, I read a lot because I, you know, in my youth, I didn't like in Afghanistan, the young men are selling their kidneys. They're walking around like they were showing them, they're walking around with these scars for money. Mm. They're starving. So when they took over, the, the country's literally starving. The Taliban, the country's starving. Well, if that's not on the news, most people don't. Because it's what they only know what you, you talk about, what you're being showed. Right. So they don't go any deeper. So, like, who's in America's doing that? Even a person of welfare, they do it. They're living great. They're living, they're living large, right? Mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying is, one of the things I pray for, Lord, always let me appreciate what I have. 
I'm not going to even ask you because you, you bless me so much. But when you don't have a sense of appreciation, you'll tend to complain mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and, and always murmur. God called it murmuring. You're murmuring because mm-hmm. you don't appreciate what you got. Mm-hmm. Man, it is a blessing to live in America. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you look at what's going on, not just the, uh, look at what's going on in, in the world today. It's, it's real, real bad. Mm-hmm. I, re- I realized that when I went outside the country. Yeah. When, when I went outside the country, you know, when I competed with the U.S. team and when I was in the Marine Corps, I went to the Philippines, Alonga Pole, Angela City, and I see the poverty, yes. you know, that's going on. Yes. And, and and like you said, we don't appreciate it sometimes. And, and I remember hearing this African guy say one time, said, you guys are rich in the United States. You have houses for your car. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you I'm saying? All oh, you guys got cars, your house got a car. Like, yeah. You think about that. Yeah, you got houses for your car. Some about a garage. Because most garages, people would really love to have that for their house. Yeah. In our garage. It's, I mean, it, 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 again, it's, 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 it's being spiritually connected. And your attitude. So that's why in the Philippians said, let this attitude be in you that is mm-hmm. also in Christ Jesus. He need even have a home. But but when and, and, and keep it on the, the social media thing, what do you see a lot on social media today? Complaints about yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know? Complaints about this. And that's the bad thing in instead of the gratitude and understanding uh where you could have been. Because I think back years ago when I was about 10, I got locked in the trunk of a car in an abandoned car in the field with kids playing around. Yeah. And, and I and I looked back at that and I said, God was there because yeah. he knew what I would be doing. So at, at least, least you, at least you're the one, you know, I remember I was telling a story about my daughter. She was oh, my daughter. <laughs> when I tell her these now, I have to remind her like, uh, she was, she was blessed because you, before you get your license, she was 15. She went to shake her. And she had a car. My sister-in-law gave her. Mm-hmm. She gave her the car, and I put gas in it. And she was driving to school at fifteen. Mm-hmm. She and I, one day she was going to the steps. <laughs> she told, she was telling my wife, "I'm tired of this hoopty." <laughs> <laughs> I had to restrain myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're 15 years old with your own car getting gas every day. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm tired of this because the kids at Shake was driving up in BMWs. Uh, yeah. yeah. See? See what I'm saying? Coveting. Exactly. <laughs> and she had a, it was a Geo Tracker. <laughs> No car note. No car note. No gas. No nothing. Just go to go to school and get a grade, right? <laughs> I'm tired of this hoop <laughs> that's, that's, that's in the reverse of D. He's driving my car to school and taking my pop and water out of my house. I'm a capitalist as well. Selling it at school. <laughs> talking about look how much money I got. <laughs> I'm like. What's happening, Mr. Crump? That's 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 cutting out the you know the 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 the, 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 the yeah. It's cutting out the expenses, right? 
I'm taking advantage like, of my situations, right? That's what we supposed like, to do. What's happening to all the water in the pot? Hey, I had a nice little thing going. I remember I get to school. I get to school, be a line of people waiting at my locker, waiting to get their pop. But hold Teachers. on. Teachers. But hold on. Man, this dude is a real capitalist, man. But hold on. This is where the education come in. I said, D, the manufacturer has to get some of that. The whole yeah. office. Yeah, you have cut to. it out. <laughs> I'm buying the pop, and he's selling it. And pocketing the money. <laughs> that that's, that's mafia stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, wow, we got a whole nother episode. I know. Um, <laughs> Mr. Crump, once again, appreciate you coming. Do I have to read this again? Do I? It's a different episode. <laughs> well, okay then. You didn't do an intro. I didn't. You can add it. I don't want to. Just drop it as a... Sorry, I'm just speaking like we're not even on here. We'll do it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, just, we're for the people. J- just drop it as like an extra. As an extra. You still got to do that. People are used to that. You got to keep... They're used to that, hearing that. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. Ayla Sullins and DS Ninjas and, and since this is going to be in the beginning, supposed to be in the beginning, I'm not. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Is that cool? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Let me let me just go through. All right. Well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, we love for you to subscribe to hear all the things we'll be talking about in the next few weeks. That will be blessing you. If you want to find out more information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com to review the show notes. They are great for personal or group Bible studies. And if you like what you heard today, we encourage you on whatever platform you use to listen to us, leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about the episode and which episode is your favorite. You can also suggest other topics that you want us to hear about in the future. And if you're interested in learning more about sharing your faith without fear, we have something for you. Request a free copy of the basic three steps to sharing your faith without fear. And while you're there, order any of our No Negations apparel. Those of you who are in the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's located right next door to the Macy's, so check it out. Are you in... Ooh, Ayla, are you in search of a community of like-minded people who are growing in their faith? Then I invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We would love you to join us. And until next time. At least people know it's not a recording. Yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> this, this is authentic. Too yeah. sad.